welcome to Living Box Free. Our mission is to help you break out of the box of worldly expectations. We're here to help you find your unique journey to a healthy, fulfilled life. Welcome. Thanks for joining us on the Living Box Free podcast. We're in a series called Who Dis? And it's all about self-knowledge. And in this episode, we're finishing up how to create your superhero creed. We started talking about it in episode two. I'm Ashleen Seitz. And I'm Becky Ford. We're so glad you have joined us. We start every episode with the question, what's on the rise for you this week? And on the rise for me is the ruthless elimination of hurry. Second time I've heard about this book. Tell us more. Yes. So this book is so good. It's it basically talks about calming down, simplifying, pulling everything back, figuring out, okay, what do I have this busyness sickness, which most of Mm -hmm. us do, that's causing so much anxiety. Hashtag America. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Western world crazy stress. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. It's very convicting, though, because, you know, you start reading about all of these things and it's like, here's this checklist. You know you are too busy if you have these any of these 10 things. And it's like, oh, nine out of 10. Great. Oh, cool. Scored well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Scored well. Did great. Yeah. I feel like I'm sensing a future podcast from this book coming on. (laughs) Maybe. We'll see. Time management. Stay tuned. If I can get past the conviction and actually do something (laughs) with it. Yeah, we'll see. What about you? What's on the rise for you this week? For me this week, I I like to start my mornings, especially on the weekends, with music while I read. Okay. And I heard a new song today that I'm in love with. So what's on the rise with me is a new artist. His name is Hyper Fenton. I think I'm saying that right. I'd never heard of him until this morning. And this song came on this random list, uh, playlist on Spotify. Yeah. It's called Amazing Grace Remix. Okay. And I couldn't stop dancing. My dog thinks I'm so weird, <laughs> but I'm like, I love this song. I've probably listened to it five times this morning. Wow! I'm probably going to listen to it, it really on my ride is home. On the rise, okay. Yes, that's so awesome. So you'll have to you'll have to listen to that. Okay, I'll check it out. Yes. So we've talked about what's on the rise for us this week. We are in this series called Who Dis. The last episode, we started off our superhero creed talking about the two foundational pieces, identifying your virtues, Mm -hmm. and the second piece, identifying what roles are most important to you in your life. So those are the first two steps of creating our superhero creed. And remember, the purpose of this creed is what do we need to do to be the best version of ourself for those who mean the most to us? Yeah. So those are the first two steps on this episode. We are going to finish out our creed with two more components. The first one is going to be defining your ground rules. And the second one, what are your non-negotiables? So we'll talk about what each of those are, some examples, and how you can process through your list for your superhero creed. Yeah. So let's start with superhero ground rules. First of all, every time I say that, I think about Pirates of the Caribbean where they're like, they're more like guidelines. Oh. No, I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> I love Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm not the best quoter, but yeah, it's good to have guidelines. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Rules, you're you're holding yourself accountable. Yeah. So My whole life is one big gray area. So rules, the word <laughs> rules is difficult for me. I'm going to call them gra- guidelines. No, I'm kidding. She's wearing Superhero, a gray shirt. Yeah, it's perfect. I am. It's true. Superhero ground rules. So why do we even need them? Why do we even need them? Because... It's really hard to be your whole self. And Jane Fonda has this great quote that Becky found. Fonda. Fonda, yeah, <laughs> 80s man. The challenge is not to be perfect. It is to be whole. And so to be your whole self, to take your virtues, your aspirations, your roles, 
to take those and to put them into practice requires some guidelines. It just does. It's, you know, what will I do and how will I stay on track to make this happen? Yes. I was really bad at this in college Hmm. when it comes to what do I need to do to be my whole self and feel replenished to bring my best self forward. And there's, there's five key areas now as an adult, and it's really been the last two to three years that I've gotten better at this. Five key areas where I ask myself, what are my rules in order for me to fuel my own fire, to have my, my cup be full, all yeah. those fun, fun analogies we yeah. hear. And those five areas, one is movement. Okay. For me, my ground rule is I, I work out six days a week. I know it sounds crazy. Some people are like, what? Well, sometimes a workout is is walking six miles. Yeah, you're still a beast. Uh, <laughs> hey, you're with me most of the time. Uh, okay. So, so movement for you, it could be walking three times a week. But what is something that physically is going to help you be your best self? Mm-hmm. So that's one category. The second one that I focus on, it's rest or relaxation. Yeah. How do you fill your bucket back up when you're pouring so much out? It's really important for me. I strive for eight hours. It happens maybe once or twice a week. <laughs> I usually get seven hours of sleep. So if I get seven, I'm good. Yeah. Eight hours is an aspiration. Yes. So there's that rest, relax. The next one, spiritual. For me, my my daily journaling, one of my sections is prayer. And I know that might sound silly, but I like to write mine down. Mm-hmm. The fourth category here is relationships. And these are just categories that I, I use for my mm-hmm. ground rules. You guys can make your own. But relationships, it's staying connected with the people who mean a lot to you. And I'd encourage you to think back to the role that you play. I mentioned in the previous episode, being a sister is really important to me. Yeah. So, so that's one of my ground rules is connecting with my siblings and or family via the phone, since none of them live here on a weekly basis. And then the last one is mental. For me, one of the big pieces that's helped me mentally stay stay creative and uh, you know engaged in my life has been the journaling, but also being a creator. And I know that Ash talked about her creative uh, aspirations and sparked in the previous episode. For me, that's another key ground rule for me is always be doing something that cultivates that creativity and those talents in the areas that you just you love to geek out about. Yeah. So those, those are some of my ground rules. Okay. Five, five areas. I know that sounded like a lot. Ash, you, you probably, you might be a little simpler than me when it comes to ground <laughs> rules. Tell us uh, what are some, some ground rules that come to mind for you? Yeah. Well, one of them, yeah. On the creative side of things, I try to publish my own blog post, like personal blog once a week. You do that so well. I started that years ago, but, um, was really inconsistent and then met with someone who, um, was walking through actually the Berkman test with me. Oh yeah. And she basically looked at my Berkman, my strengths finder and my Enneagram and said, you have to be creating every week. You have to, no excuses. And she said that to me in August and I've published once a week since then. So it worked. She shamed me into it, guilted me into it. I don't know. And it's every Friday. Yeah, every Friday. Very consistent. So that's a, that's a rule for me, a guideline for me. See, I don't know if I would call these guide rules or guidelines or if that I've just put in habits. So that's a little bit of kind of, again, a gray Gray. area. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You'll find that that's how I work is to set up habits that comply with my rules. So I want to be praying for certain people every day. And so in order to do that, I have an alarm set on my phone that goes Mm -hmm. off at a certain time and I pray for that person at that time. 
Very cool. And so that's one of the ways that I've you know, worked in those rules is just to make them as habits. And sometimes mm-hmm. something funky happens and my phone doesn't go off and I miss a day. Okay, whatever. That's very cool. Way to use technology in a positive way. Thank you. Yes. I'm not very good at that usually, but sometimes. <laughs> I have recently, okay, this is these are ground rules, very recently started um, using the do not disturb function on my phone. Love it. Set it at to go off at 10 p.m. as in I don't get any notifications after 10 p.m. and then to come back on at 8 a.m., and it's been great. I mean, I think I'm on like day four or something. It's yeah. it's really been gold. Yeah. So I, I I do not disturb on the iPhone. One of the best features you could discover. I also love now when I'm driving, someone texts me. It can yeah. actually reply. Oh yeah, the automatic. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. so, so you're not cool. Tempted. So we've talked about a couple examples of Ash's ground rules. Some of mine. Think about mm-hmm. what are some of those basic rules you need to follow on a daily basis to bring your whole self, as Miss Fonda would say. You don't have to be perfect, but to just be your best self. What are those ground rules? And the next part of our superhero creed goes into our Mm non-negotiables. Non-negotiables should not be gray. (laughs) They should be pretty hard, black or white. Yes, that's true. We have to do certain things in our ground rules to be our whole self. However, at a certain point, we have to say no to stuff. We have to say no or... You're overwhelmed. You can't do it all. And and you're not going to be refueled and reinvigorated to be your best superhero self. So ground rules is what are those things that we will say no to in our life? Write them down. Think about them and make sure if you have them written down and you've connected them to your virtues and your roles, then it should be an easy filter to say no. Yeah, that's a great point. Ash, what what are some non-negotiables that you can think of that you've got? I actually had trouble coming up with some, which, again, not really surprising because I am kind of gray. And so it's hard for me to have black and white things. Yes. I, one of the things we, I talked about in the last episode is that right now I'm trying to be I'm trying to pick one thing to work on yeah. um, out of my virtues and, you know, into that roles category. And that's to be a more attentive human. And mm-hmm. so one of the things I do is I put it I put things through that filter of whatever I'm working on does this make me a more attentive human or does it not? And so if it yep. doesn't, then usually the answer is no. And it's not always a hard no, but, you know, or how can I adapt it or something like that? So I don't want to com- continue adding things. So that's a non-negotiable mm-hmm. for me. I'm, I'm not going to add a bunch of things yep. that don't fit in that category. I will say there's, there's, uh, yeah, it's a non-negotiable. It's definitely a non-negotiable. <laughs> I refuse. So I'm an introvert. I need mm-hmm. alone time. I need downtime. Um, thankfully there are friends in my life that if I'm very comfortable with, it it doesn't take that much energy for me to be around them. And so I would still consider that downtime, but I need a lot of downtime and I refuse, I will not be peer pressured into how I use that downtime. Yes. And that's a kind of a weird thing to say, but for instance, I do not, this is my unpopular opinion. I do not enjoy the show, the office. (laughs) I've never enjoyed it. I've seen enough episodes. I promise to tell you that I've given it a good try. (laughs) <laughs> and people will constantly say, you need to watch it. You need to watch it. Yeah. I'm not going to do that with my downtime. Yep. I won't. I'm not going to spend my alone time that way in a way that is not meaningful to me. Yes. Now, that doesn't mean I will never do things that are not, you know, that I don't want to do. Yeah. If you say, oh, there's this show I want to watch and we're going to watch it together and it's meaningful to you, then that's a relational thing and that's different. Yes. So kind of some 
qualifications there. But just made me think of Zoe's extraordinary playlist. Yes. Yes. We could watch that together. We could watch that together. <laughs> I'm a little behind. I think I'm maybe an episode or a couple episodes behind. Ooh, I'll wait. I don't know. <laughs> You'll wait. So those are yeah. those are some good some good examples. I know it's hard for Ash to say black and white. This is a no. Yes. For for me, it's a little bit easier in some areas. Quick examples: some of my non-negotiables. One, I will not move for work at this mm-hmm. point in our life. Okay. So Tristan and I, we own a gym here in Indianapolis. I work in Greenfield, Indiana, and there's lots of opportunities for people to move around, work in a different country, work in a different state. That sounds exciting, but at this point in our lives, it's a no, yeah. especially since we have the gym here. That makes a lot of sense. A- another area that's really hard for me, I've, I've committed for the entire year, here's where I'm going to invest my time from a service component. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, for example, Hatch for Hunger's a, a nonprofit I'm on the board for. We also do some service stuff through our gym, Wheeler Mission, and a few other organizations. There's always opportunities, I feel like, people trying to tap you to, to volunteer or sit on a new board. And, and I have just learned I have to make myself say, here's what I will do for service, yeah. for, for roles. Yeah. And I will say no to everything else because I want to do a good job with these other areas I've identified as priorities. Yeah. And that's hard because I'm a people pleaser. <laughs> However, but you have limits. Yes, you have limits. And I want to do my service well. I want to yeah. do I want to do quality job. And if I just give to everywhere, then I won't be able to truly invest that time or dollars whatever way I'm giving to those organizations that have really had a huge impression on me. Yeah. And you won't be able to bring the best of you back home if you spend too much, like we talked about last time in your roles. Yes. Yeah. You don't want that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So those, those are a couple of my non-negotiables. There's, there's many more for, for you really think about what, what will you say no to connect it to your virtues, your role, and hopefully you can make it black and white. Mm-hmm. So what are the things that you know if someone approached you asking, hey, do you want to move to Malaysia for this job opportunity? <laughs> it's an easy yes or no. Yeah. You could say, oh, my gosh, I, I have the virtue of, of you know, experiencing other cultures. Heck, yes, I'll move to Malaysia. Adaptability, yeah. 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 Uh, and at the same time, if you have the role of a spouse, like for me, my husband, his job is really anchored to one location, it's an easy no for me because one of the roles that means a lot to me is being a spouse and supporting him. So think think about how these connect to those virtues, the roles that you play, and that should help you create your list of non-negotiables. Yeah. Okay. So we were talking about, we've talked about our ground rules. We've talked about our non-negotiables. So what do we do with these? How do we apply them? Um, and once we've talked about all these things, you should have your superhero creed put together. If you put your your virtues, your roles, your ground rules, your non-negotiables, basically once you put those all together, you can have that superhero creed to be the best version of yourself. So how do you how do how do you have this displayed? Where do you have it displayed? <laughs> how do you yeah, how do you use What do you yours? do with it? Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, as you work through the superhero creed, it's a process that you take time. You do not have to do this in one hour. Yeah. Right? Take time to write this out. Approach it the best way for your brain to approach it. And then once you have it, there's a couple options. Me personally, I've been doing this for a couple of years. And one of my really good friends, her name's Sharita. She's in Texas now. Her husband's in the military. She sent me a picture years ago, and she had her... New Year's resolutions on her mirror. Mm. And ever since then, 
I, that's a practice I have followed. Mm-hmm. And it's just because every day I know I'm going to go to my mirror to brush my teeth by my yeah. vanity. And yep. so it is a place I will visit every day. Thank you for brushing your teeth every day. I I, I'm it. working on flossing every yeah. single oh. day too. <laughs> Talk about conviction. There we go. <laughs> yeah. uh, when you're pregnant, apparently flossing, you're, gu- you're more vital. Blood. Yeah, yes, it's very yes, important. super fun. So my mirror is where I have mine and I handwrite them because I love bubble letters and I don't <laughs> want to type. Type stuff just does not catch my eye. And yeah. that sounds silly. So I have bubble letters. I have it written and on my mirror and I have to force myself. It becomes it becomes natural. It's always there, right? So mm-hmm. you'll ignore it eventually. So yeah. Mondays, Mondays are really my get your mind in the right framework for the week. So Mondays is when I force myself to read it. So that's one practice that I use. There's a couple other ways you can do this, though. I've seen some folks actually put write it down on a note card and put it in their wallet. And I'm not going to lie. They might have been an older generation. (laughs) Maybe they might have had pictures of their family in their wallet, too. Yes. Not on their phone, their flip phone, (laughs) but but their wallet. Right. Yes. And then another another area that you see often, I'm sure, if you're like most of us millennials, is your computer. Oh, yeah. So you can actually design your superhero creed as a as an image and have that as your desktop background. Or a, a one sentence or something like that. Or one sentence yeah. that reminds you of it. So think about where is a place that I will visit often where yeah. I will see this. Personally, if I put it in my wallet... In my backpack, I would probably not ever look at it because mm-hmm. I don't ever have cash. So I don't go to my wallet often. <laughs> uh, however, for me, it's my mirror. Uh, for you, it might be your desktop. It might be a screensaver on your iPhone. Yeah. So think about where can I capture this down? It needs to be written and it needs to be in a place where you visit often, not mm-hmm. in a filing cabinet where you're never going to look back at it. Yeah. We joked before we started that um, I have soccer players on my desktop and how, you know, that doesn't really fit into my superhero creed. But actually, on my iPhone, the picture of soccer players that I have is meant to remind me to be a good friend because it's one player Mm -hmm. celebrating a goal scored by another player. And so it's, for me, it's important to remember to celebrate the wins and mourn the losses of my friends. And so that is actually... Just wanted to throw that in there. It is I important. Love that yeah, it makes me think of CrossFit when we <laughs> when we cheer each other on yes. and celebrate those PRs. Yeah. So so we've talked about how do you use it, where do you put it, and I I'm one of my strengths is positivity. Mm-hmm. So I'm like woohoo! I've got a superhero creed. <laughs> I'm gonna follow this, and it's gonna be great and easy. And then I have my friend Ash here who says, hmm, <laughs> Becky, there might be some obstacles to, to making this easy. There might be some problems here. Yeah. So, Ash, tell us a little bit. You've got the plan written down. Yeah. You've got it on your iPhone or your desktop or your mirror. Mm-hmm. What are some watchouts or barriers that we might occur? Yes. So the first one, obviously, is internal, but we've kind of talked through that. We, and if you have created this in a way that is true to what you are passionate about and what's important to you, then hopefully your motivation is going to be there and might mm-hmm. not be there every day. But for the most part, because these things are passionate or you're passionate about these things, um, your motivation is going to be there to continue. So yeah. then let's talk about the external obstacles, Ooh. which mostly, let's be honest, 90% people, other people, yes. friends, family, spouses, coworkers, whatever. So what do you do if you have this, you have these ground rules and then all of a sudden Someone in your life is conflicting with those ground rules, whether their ground rules conflict with yours yeah, or they just have value. They don't understand your values or whatever. I think one of the places to start, if it is one specific person, so let's say your roommate, 
Um, If you feel like, okay, I have made this list. I'm trying to be the best version of me. And I feel like this person is doing things to get in the way of that or to, Mm -hmm. um, to kind of pull me back. It's a conversation. It's a conversation you can have and you can very respectfully have. And I would not start it personally. I would not start it as, Hey, I don't feel like you're supporting me or that you're keeping me (laughs) from being the best person I could be. Usually people want to come along. They want to come along on the journey with you and they're going to be willing to do that and to support you if you bring them along. So you can start by saying, hey, this is the kind of person I'm trying to be. Here's Mm -hmm. one specific way I'm trying to implement that. And then would you support me in this way? So for instance, if I need an hour of quiet in the morning, I could go to my roommate and say, hey, I need some quiet in the morning in order to be my best self. Would you be willing to work with me and and support me in this way Mm -hmm. and help me remember to be quiet in the morning or to not, you know, pick up and do things or start having conversations about the weather or whatever. And then she's much more likely to be willing to, I mean, my roommate's great anyway, but she's much more (laughs) likely to be willing to support me if I approach it that way. So that's one thing. And a lot of times people don't, most of the time, people don't interrupt your superhero creed routine, your ground rules on purpose with ill intent. It is innocent. Yes. Right. And it's, they don't have that same routine or rule. Uh, I know for me in the workplace is a big, it's a big place where I've had to be very open about some of my ground rules, whether it's how often will I work? Will I work on the weekend or not? But one of the really big areas, every team I've been a part of, I've been a part of about seven teams at Elenco. Mm-hmm. I am the weirdo quote unquote, who brings their food every day. Yeah. Who's eating healthy when there's catered brownies and lasagna. I still bring my own food and I eat my own food. And so for me, it's been the most important thing has been having conversations and open about my ground rules yeah. and my my virtues. What do I care about? Self-discipline is one of my virtues, and I, I create routines. Mm-hmm. And it's it's about making sure those people in your life respect that. Yeah, They do not have to live by your ground rules, but you need them to respect yours, and you both can coexist with that respect. Yeah. That said, there are times when compromise is necessary. And it can be compromise that you talk through yep. or compromise that you just recognize, okay, this is a specific moment in which I am going to choose to compromise and it's not going to happen every day because then it's not a compromise, it's just a change. Yeah. So you thinking, are you talking about food? Food is a huge one because in yep. our culture, food is celebration and it's really hard to celebrate without food. Yes. And so I, when my birthday came around this year, I was training for a competition, and so I was trying to be really careful about what I was eating, and I had decided, okay, the competition is the Saturday after my birthday, so then Mm -hmm. on Sunday, I'm going to have a party, and I can eat whatever I want, but until then, on my birthday, I'm going to be really good, Yep. and I said good. It's not a moral thing. I'm going to be very careful about what I eat. Yeah, intentional. Yeah. And my, I was living with two people at that time, and both of them knew that and had been super supportive up to that mm-hmm. point. They'd been really encouraging. They had not tried to tempt me. Um, they'd just been great. On my birthday, one of them went out early in the morning and brought me back donuts, oh. and the other one made me waffles. Oh, and I was like, I love carbs. Yes. <laughs> They're great. They're great people. Yes. They wanted to support me. There was a moment when their value of caring and showing love to me clashed with my value of trying to stay on task for this yes. competition. And so, you know, there just comes this moment where you have to decide, 
am I going to compromise in this moment, this one mm-hmm. time, in order to value the relationship and value what they value for yes. me? And so, yeah, it's complicated. Did you it do it? Happen. Did you eat a donut? I, I had a waffle. Ooh. And I had, I ended up saving the donuts for dessert because people came over oh, yeah. and we all split the donuts. So I had a couple of bites. Nice. That's compromise. a good compromise. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important. Once again, we've said this multiple times. You are not perfect. Yes. You will not follow these rules, mm-hmm. and these ground rules, your virtues, your roles. You're going to have days where you go to your aspirational statement and you say, whoo, tanked that one. Yeah. And that's okay because at least you know what you are aspiring to be the best version of yourself. And at at certain times it is okay to to compromise. So before we leave this obstacles conversation, talk to me about what do you do if you're, so you talked about your teams Mm -hmm. and having those conversations with food, but what if it's team values versus what you value? What do you do then? So all the team, what you're saying is the entire team values something. Yeah. Or everyone else on the team has, you know, this value of going out and partying. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, or whatever. How, how, what do you what do you do? What do you do with that? Yes. I, I know uh, we've talked a little bit about this Ash and myself when it comes to where you work. Mm-hmm. And one of the really important things, and I know this is easy to say when you have a job, if you're searching for a job, you might feel differently, but yeah. a company culture is so important. And at our company, I have been a part of teams where happy hour and drinks, it's it is Oh, it's such a part of that microculture of that yeah. team within the bigger culture of the company. It's almost a non-negotiable in some ways, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And for me, I, I have compromised in the sense of going to happy hours, of going to different events, not drinking, hmm. and maybe not even eating, depending on what food choices there are. And people, it's it's once again, it's making sure they know, hey, it is a compromise. I'm out late at night with you guys yeah. so I can socialize and bond However, you need to respect that I'm not going to drink alcohol or I'm not going to eat that delicious chocolate molten lava cake <laughs> oh, on gosh. a Wednesday night because I saved that for the weekends. Oh, gosh, fried cheese. You <laughs> got so my hungry. heart. <laughs> so, so once again, there can be a little bit of compromise, but at the same time, communicating with those teams and finding a culture and a team culture mm. where you fit. Yeah. So if you find yourself in a team or at a company where their culture in general is not aligned with your virtues and and your ground rules, it might not be the right fit for you. Yeah. And that's really hard to say, but life is too short to spend eight hours every day at a place that's not making you better based on what your virtues are. Yeah, if you have that option. I will say sometimes team cultures like that are not intentional. They've just fallen in place. So sometimes you can raise your hand and say, hey, this is what I'm seeing as our value as our ground rules, as what, you know, whatever portions of this, as our roles even. Mm-hmm. So my my technical role might be as a team leader, but actually you're not treating me that way. You're treating me as an employee. So that's what my role ends up being. Yeah. Um, so you can speak into that and say, hey, this is what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we ever had a conversation that got us here. Can we talk about where we want to be? Yes. And so there could be times when it's not intentional, you just kind of fell into it. Everybody fell yeah. into it. And you can say, you can be the one that says, hey, can we talk about this? Yes. And you don't have to make everybody change because you can't. Can't make anybody else change. Nope. But you can talk about it. You can influence, but you can't force it. True. Yeah. A, a key takeaway what I'm hearing as we talk about obstacles is dialogue. Yes. You cannot ignore it. 
you have to have healthy dialogue and confront these conversations. Yes. Without that, it's going to be painful. And there are times when if someone's not willing to dialogue or not willing to compromise, then it's time to think about taking a step back. Yep. And saying, reevaluating that relationship and what role that relationship plays in your life. Yep. Which is hard. Yes. I don't like doing that. It's hard, but we've got one life to live, right? True. Yep. True story. So we have, over the last two podcasts, we have brought together the four components to create your superhero creed. Your virtues, the roles that you play, your ground rules, and your non-negotiables. Make sure you take all those elements, take your time to process through them, think about them, write them down, put them somewhere where you will visit them and see them often. And as you have this superhero creed, keep in mind too, there will be obstacles. You won't be perfect. Mm -hmm. There's outside influences, quite a few. Yes. So be open to communicate this for accountability and also just creating that dialogue with others so that they can help respect what's important to you. So thank you so much for joining us for this superhero creed two episodes. We would love to see your creeds. If you feel comfortable with sharing, post it on our Facebook page, on the Rise Group, or direct message us your superhero creed and tell us what are your success stories? How was this experience for you? And, And we'd love to hear that. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Thanks for joining us on Living Box Free, put on by On The Rise Group. You can learn more about our services at ontherisegroup.com. Also follow us on social media, Instagram and Facebook at On The Rise Group. We hope you'll tune in next time for more helpful content.